All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Jake Dunlap Show. We are very excited that you joined us. If you haven't tuned in, this is the show where we talk to celebrities, thought, and industry leaders to really discover their journey to success. I am super excited that you're joining us. This show is like no other. I can promise you that. You might laugh. You might cry. But you will definitely leave inspired and gain a whole new level of insight into those people that you follow, love, and admire. Welcome to Mini Episode Monday, where every Monday, Jake will be bringing you bite-sized clips from sales calls he's done, interviews he's been on, or simply his hot take on a given topic. Let's face it, many people across all organizations are still hesitant to build their brand. What is personal brand? Why is it important? How do you build it? Are all questions that arise with this topic. This week, we're diving into a four-part series on how CEOs can two times revenue by building their personal brands. In episode one, Jake dives into why building a personal brand is important. If you haven't already, go hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss out on any future mini episode Monday series or any of Jake's featured guest interviews released every Thursday on the Jake Dunlap Show. Now, enjoy this week's episode. My personal journey um, with creating this digital footprint was, uh, you know, what happened in 2018 in particular, you know, uh, running a company for five plus years at that point. Uh, you know, look, we were putting out blog posts every week. We were putting out eBooks quarterly, sometimes more frequently. Um, and it was 2018, uh, you know, uh, I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk was, was kind of the start of it. And think what you want about Gary. I had listened to him before and I was like, I don't, I can't get into it. But, but what he was talking about is that, and this is 2018, you know, he was talking about how people are, you know, we, we are more attracted to people in terms of their presence, et cetera, as opposed to companies. That's why and, you know, almost all companies now have very large influencer budgets, right? Because we, we tend to resonate. And at that time, Gary wasn't talking about LinkedIn. Nobody was talking about LinkedIn, but I, but I kind of saw the parallel. I'm like, man, you know, we, we put all this time and effort into doing a blog post, you know, and how many, how much interaction do we get? You know, how much interaction do we actually get? Um, uh, and Stephen, yes, the CEOs, uh, we, we will have the, the slides here as well too. So happy to help. Um, you know, the, I just started to think like, well, if nobody's interacting with our blog posts, right, we're not getting a ridiculous amount of downloads, the eBooks, you know, sure. We'll generate a hundred or a few hundred downloads, but they weren't really converting the leads. Why, you know, why was I sitting here as a CEO saying scaled, here's from scaled, here's from scaled, here's from scaled. And and so I said, you know, I just kind of like thought about the things I was listening and putting in my, my brain at the time of like, well, it's because people want to hear from people. And even though B2B is slightly more boring than, you know, B2C to many people, myself included most of the time, um, I just realized like, what's the alternative? And so for all my CEOs out there who are listening to this live or thinking through this, um, you know, I want you to think about that concept. What do you have to lose? What's the alternative? Your wedding registry? some other random thing. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I think I was supposed to do this part first, but hey, you're on the webinar, so you probably know a little bit about me. Um, scaled, uh, we've been doing this now for almost almost nine years, which is kind of wild. You know, we are really, I would like to think of us as the leader in modern sales strategy and consulting. And really a lot of this LinkedIn work that we're talking about now was really born out of us looking at the way that, that cu- customers wanted to interact with um, brands and companies. And 
saying, okay, look, if you're going to have a, an outbound strategy or an inbound strategy, your executives being present in channels amplifies all those dollars. And we've kind of, you know, proven that as well too. So we've got a bunch of links. You can go to jakedunlap.com if you want as well too. You can learn more. We've got the podcast there. Big episode of Neil Patel is going live tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so I, I gave you some of the initial reasons of, um, you know, why I think it's important. Um, you know, for me, what, what happened is I started to come up with this idea of like, okay, instead of me saying scaled and here's a link, I'm going to start, this is May of 2018. So this is three, three years ago now. It's kind of crazy to think about. And I said, I'm going to start to have an opinion, right? And, and the other thing that I did, and I think this is one of the most important points for all of my CEOs out there, um, aspiring executives, even if you're an account executive, because I know there's a few of you on the call as well. You, you got to remove your ego from this. It's about finding out what works. It's finding out who your audience is. And I'm going to talk about being smart about what that looks like. But it, so much of this is, is, is your mindset and thinking of posts and thinking of content as data points. You know, when, you're, when you start putting out content, nobody's listening anyway. Nobody's listening. Your content, it, look at your marketing team for a lot of you. Go look at how much interaction your marketing team's posts get on LinkedIn and other channels. And then you can click on like, look at who's actually the one liking it. Guess what? It's your employees. So the current strategy for both you and what you're posting as an individual and for what your marketing department is posting is clearly not working for a vast majority of you, okay? There's a few brands that are doing it better, et cetera. So um, let's talk about some of the things that we've learned. So one is this concept of people follow people, not brands, right? Um, and this is becoming more and more, again, as we get used to experiencing brands, think about this, as we get used to experiencing brands in our consumer life through people, right? How often, how many of you, raise of hands, if you're on LinkedIn, you can put a thumbs up, or if you're on Zoom, you can do the, rea I can't see if you do reaction. How many of you have bought a product in the last year because you saw it on Instagram? I like literally have a pair of shoes sitting right here from like an ad I saw on Instagram, right? Gerard, Gerard raised his hand as well too. So um, the rest of you, Steven raised their hand. My friends, it's not that different than B2B. It's not. Meaning the way that we want to interact with companies, we want to raise, we want to interact with the people. We want to get to know the people and people will follow people. Um, and, and the power of the people is so much larger. And so one of the things I want you to think about is, is not just do people follow people more effectively. Again, go and look at your company LinkedIn page and how much interactions, and then go look at your average frontline employee. They, all that time, all that work, all that effort, that, that your average frontline employee gets more interaction than the company page. My friends, the future of B2B is how do I harness the, it has to start at the top of the exec team. And then how do I harness it? The stat that I love, 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 and I've, you've, you've heard me talk, I've said it a million times. On an average month, SAP posts about 40 times. In that same month, their employees post uh, over, and it's not even number of posts, over 11,000 of their employees post. 40 versus 11,000. That doesn't include the people that might post two or three times in a month. And exec teams, right? This is important. You have to set the tone. 
right? As, as someone who is a member of the team, people will follow you, et cetera. Um, all right, so we've got our first questions coming in too. So this is great. Um, so I'll start to take some of the questions. Again, I love the Q&A. If you are thinking it, ask it. There's eight other people. You can even be anonymous if you want. If you're on LinkedIn, you can just DM Becca or you can DM somebody. Just some stats, right? 45% um, of execs attribute um, their reputation to their brand, to the company's brand, right? Um, there's so many different stories here. What happens to a company's stock when something good happens to CEO or bad? Beep. And it's not just Elon Musk. It's not just Jeff Bezos. It's across the board. When, when a CEO does something well, stock goes up. And it, it doesn't matter what size company. It's the same, right? Again, more and more organizations here are thinking about this concept, right? It, but still, if you kind of look at this, you know, this stat here from Domo, um, two thirds roughly of CEOs don't have a personal brand. And guess what, my friends, just from the exercise that I had you all do, 100% of you do have one, right? But for the 66% or 61% here, we're just kind of putting our head in the sand. And we're saying, you know what? I know, but that's for, you know, whatever, et cetera. Um, so anyway, that is a big, 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 big thing here. All right. So I'm going to jump in. We've got a question here. I think it's the timely place for it. Um, does the, the strategy change if you're a startup versus CEO? Absolutely. What I would say is it actually has a bigger impact in the early stages if you are at an early stage company. And again, the reason is you can start to, it builds a flywheel. When you build your reputation, it makes marketing easier, it makes sales easier, et cetera. And it takes three, six, nine, 12 months. You know, again, I'll go back to my story. I started to post on a, I don't think I was posting every day from the jump. I think I was posting maybe three or four times a week. Um, and it wasn't until about, I don't know, maybe four months in, uh, you know, people would send me some little notes here or there. Um, I think it was four or five months in, I got a, a, an outreach inbound from a CEO and the message said, I don't even know what you do, but I think we need your help. And that ended up turning into a multi-year six-figure customer. That was in the first five, six months. Since then, we've got tons of stories like that. But again, I just started putting in the work and, and again, talking about the things that we do. I love sales. I run a sales consulting. So the things are aligned. If you run a marketing technology company, you need to talk about the future of digital marketing. You need to talk about what's happening in the space. You know, you need to be a trusted thought leader. And so, you know, for a lot of you, that's kind of how I think about this. So no, it doesn't matter if you're a big company. I think you can have even more contacts, um, you know, for, our, for you know, new, not new contacts, but you can have even more of an impact whenever you are an earlier stage company, because probably in your niche, you can get more and more traction. So uh, Freddie, I'm going to get to your question, which is about contacts, um, because you're, you're um, what do you call it? Your, uh, your assumption is correct. You do need to start to build your network. And I'll get into that here in a sec here. Um, you know, obviously, like I said before, um, a CEO's brand, it impacts everything, right? I talked about investors. It impacts your ability to get speaking events, uh, impacts your employees. I can tell you, I, you know, and again, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure maybe there's some, there's some people at scale who are like, does, well, I think my team knows that 
and I think the interesting part is when people, if, if they know me and they work with me, I am not an influencer 24 seven. I'm running a company. I'm in the shit right before this, I was on a revenue meeting. Right. And before that, I've already been on like three or four other meetings. So, um, you know, my employees see that. And I think it, it helps them to be more bold. It sets a tone for them of like, hey, talk about what talk about what, what we're the, what we're trying to do. You don't have to be a company mouthpiece and just reshare links. Go have an opinion on whatever it is you want to be an expert on. Right. And then again, obviously, it attracts customers. And I can tell quite a few stories there. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes of the Jake Dunlap Show.